Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. And we're glad you're here. We're going to continue on taking a look at the Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting you ready for this Sunday. Uh, and don't forget, coming up after the game, it's the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Gary Ellison, yours truly, we uh, we take your reaction, we give you analysis, we break it down. So no matter where you're listening or watching the game, always tune to many of these same stations. And if you don't get it on many of these same stations, then what you do is you go to the radio.com app and you go to 1250 AM, our flagship station out of Milwaukee, and that carries it so you can get it there. But uh, download the radio.com app, and you are good to go. Joining us now, we've got our good buddy uh, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Let's bring him in. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. So let's start with the injuries, Ryan, and who looks as if they will come back from injury. Let's start there. Well, Devontae Adams and Kenny Clark were full participants in practice yesterday. So if you thought Devontae Adams was frustrated by not playing against the Falcons when he wasn't a full participant, imagine if he doesn't play this week. I've got to think that that both those guys are going to play. Um, If you're full, there's no restrictions. Those guys are going to be on the field. Uh, After that, it it gets murkier. You know, Rashawn Gary, who missed, uh, was inactive against the Falcons with the ankle, was still limited yesterday. Um, and you know, the two guys that are on IR, are therefore not on the injury report, Kamal Martin and, and equanimity of St. Brown. I, I don't think it'd be any surprise whatsoever if they stayed that way this week on, on IR and, and not reactivated to the 53. So this team going into this game after the bye week, we saw what uh, the Buffalo Bills just did or didn't do. We saw Kansas City get beat. 
the unbeatens have sputtered. Is there any fear that uh, the, the the Packers had a rhythm going offensively? Is there any fear that because of the timing of this early bye week that this offense could then take a little more oomph to get it going again? You know, I, it would seem to make sense that that maybe this this bye week didn't come at the best time because it disrupts the rhythm and the momentum that this team had going for itself. But Matt Lafleur kind of. He, he kind of dismissed that idea, saying that it, it allowed them extra time to get their guys healthy and, and rested. So he was happy with where, where the bye week happened. Now it might not be enough for for Kevin King. You know, he left uh, the Monday night game against the Falcons with that quadricep, and he's still not on the field. Doesn't look great for this week, but everyone else has really benefited from from having that that week. So I, I think that this is a team that prioritized having a, an extra week off, not having to play, resting their bodies because they were banged up with some pretty critical guys over the momentum. Now we'll see, right? We'll, we'll see Sunday if that's the case, but um, that's, that's the way they looked at it. Um, then the Packers, defensively speaking, we were looking at some of the analytics, and they're moving Preston around, and I know that uh, Mike Pettin had talked about that, that the numbers are down, but there's some validation as to why the numbers are down. It's not like he's playing poorly, but you tell me what you see. I see a guy that's dropping a lot in coverage, and it makes sense. You know, Kyler Fackrell, when he left in free agency this spring, it was easy to think that that wasn't going to be a big difference with this defense because he had the double-digit sack season two seasons ago, but he didn't do much as a pass rusher. There wasn't much production getting after the quarterback this past season. He fell behind the Smiths uh, and even, frankly, Rashawn Gary. Well, the thing that Kyler Fackrell did very well was drop in coverage. That's part of the job requirement as an outside linebacker. Sometimes you have to drop. Think back to Clay Matthews. He, he did that a lot with his load season with, with, with Mike Patton. So that, that job requirement is still there. It has to be swallowed up somewhere by someone, and it's been Preston Smith to take the bulk of that, that job duty. He, he's dropping in coverage more. Um, the reality at outside linebacker is that this position has shrunk from four to three. They're three deep at outside linebacker. Now, those three guys are all very good, right? The Smiths and Rashawn Gary has, has had a, a much more productive early start to his season. Um, but that's still, when you go from four to three, you're, you're, you're spreading out the responsibilities more than you were previously. And, and that's, that, there's no question that's affected Preston Smith as, as a pass rusher. So I, I, my question is, because you're a guy that's looking for statistics, you're a guy that's looking for measurables, obviously wanting to get another contract. Does Is this something he – you talk to him, is this he enjoy doing this? Is this something that he feels like it's really been fulfilling in that aspect? Or, I mean, I, last year they were so successful just pinning their ears back and going after the quarterback. Yeah, you know, I, I asked him point blank a couple years ago, a couple weeks ago, uh, what what he thought of dropping more, and he was just very matter of fact about it. He said, you know, the reality is that I'm the will rusher in this system, and that that's the job. And and you know, there wasn't really any frustration there. It's just it's just the reality that 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 he's facing right now. So, um, you know, if if there is frustration, it's been it's been behind the scenes, um, and, and can't really speak to that uh, publicly. He's he said everything that that he needs to say. Uh, what about the uh, the offense? Going back to it, uh, you're looking at Aaron Jones, who's had a tremendous start to the season. Jamal Williams and, and even Aaron Rodgers alluded to it. They threw to him eight times out of the backfield the last game. Is that something that they're going to continue to expound upon as they continue to look for more and more weaponry? Or once you get Devontae Adams back, suddenly all of that starts to get reined back in? 
I think a large part of it is who the opponent is and what they're trying to take away. This is an offense that, that can do a lot of – they're very multiple offensively. They do a lot of things, kind of a pick-your-poison. This is not an offense that's going to try to stick with one thing, even if it's going into the teeth of the defense, whether or not that's throwing it to Devontae Adams ten times when he's being constantly double-covered or running it between the tackles with Aaron Jones a lot, even against a loaded box. They're going to look at what the defense does, and they're going to adapt and adjust accordingly. That's when you know you've got a really good offense because it's not one thing that they can take away and, okay, that, that you've got to shut down. There's multiple things that they can do. So will will they have you know the, the, the two running backs, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones, on the field together? Well, la- the last time they were on the field, they, they, they didn't have Devontae Adams. They didn't have Alan Lazard. They, it was really game plan specific to adjust for what they didn't have at receiver that led to those guys sharing the field together. And they, it looked good uh, for, for one game. Ultimately you, you want Devontae Adams back on the field. And that probably means going with less Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams together. Uh, but over the long term, that that's a look that certainly wouldn't be surprised if, if they, you saw it again at some point this season. Uh, I go back to the defense because I started going through the pro football focus grades after the first four weeks, five weeks of the season. Packers coverage unit, uh, when it comes to their uh, their pass coverage, uh, top ten now. Uh, originally they started at 11 this season. They've steadily climbed their way up. Talk about how good this has been. And obviously the injury to Kevin King can hurt this. But uh, nevertheless, I mean, Jair Alexander is now considered one of the top five corners in the league, wouldn't you think? You know, it's hard for me to. I, I'm curious what you think. I, I, it's hard for me to know how to look at Jair Alexander because, on one hand, he doesn't give up much of anything. Look at Calvin Ridley's game log for the first five games of this season: triple digits all the way across the board, and nothing against Jair Alexander. That's incredible. I mean, that that right there is a wonderful testament to who Jair Alexander is, right? The one thing that elite cornerbacks do and, and they have in common is that they take the ball away. And that's the one part of Jair Alexander's game that's missing. He, he doesn't take the ball away near with the frequency that, that you'd expect from an elite corner. He's got right. four picks in two seasons and four games. So he doesn't give up much. He, he doesn't get a lot of opportunities to take the ball away, but there are there. I mean, he dropped the interception at the two, right, right after the two-minute warning against Drew Brees in week three. There are opportunities there. He dropped a couple last year against Phillip Rivers with the L.A. Chargers. Um, so, it's it, you know, on one hand, he doesn't give up much. On the other hand, there's a clear next step for him to take, I think, to, to enter that, that pantheon of top five guys in the league right now. I completely agree. Uh, he has never had great hands when it comes to – catching the football I mean even you go back to his college tape and there's a few but there's not a lot he never led his conference or came close to leading his conference in picks however uh the guy has just got smothering coverage and the biggest thing for him that I've I've much like Sam Shields he's got turn and go speed so even if he gets burned or he tries to bait you into a throw he's got turn and go closing speed that, that you just can't teach there's something innate about it and I think that's what makes him so good because they don't want to throw in that direction because he can catch up to balls. So that has been, I think, his saving grace is the fact that he has just got the ability to turn and go, and you're not going to blow past him. And if you do, he's got the ability to run you down, which which is what makes him dangerous. And, and, and why that's such a good strength of his is because 
it, it eliminates mistakes. He he's got the flexibility to make mistakes and then erase them because of that mm-hmm. speed. That that's why it's 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 good to have have that. You know, he's always near the league lead in defended passes, and there's a good reason that that smother ability, like you said, he's 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 all over receivers. I think you just like to see more of those defended passes converted into turnovers because that's that's when you really start to impact games and 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 tilt the field. That's when you go from the difference of being Jay Alexander to being on the same level of as a Darrell Rivas, right? Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's one thing to be your own island to be able to take out a receiver, but to do that and to take the ball away is is kind of and it's something that Jair Alexander's he's mentioned and he he knows. But here's here's the thing: if you look at historically, the great interceptors, the the the, the corners that that are great at, at taking the ball away. They've always been that way. It's not something. Mm-hmm. It's not a skill that you historically start to to take on year three, year four. Usually, if you're a great intercepting cornerback, you're like that as a rookie, as a year two guy. It's early in your career, so it would be bucking a trend if if Jair Alexander did did flip that and started taking the ball away more. Um, it's just you know, it's not to say he can't do that. It's just historically that's not been the way it's been. There's guys that read the eyes and there's guys that read the body. And if you read the body, you tend to be a better defender. If you read the eyes, you tend to be able to kind of anticipate where the ball is. Uh, The problem with that is, though, is that you also then have the ability to bite and get burned. And that was one of the things with Jair Alexander was he's tremendous pass defense. But he did have that tendency at times that, you know, you can get away from him. You, you can get loose because he'll he'll bite on something. And I think what he's done in the offseason, as opposed to the, the picks and getting the better hands, has been the ability not to bite. And he has not allowed anything really to get deep on him consistently. So, uh, look, if you're not giving up chunk, chunk plays, really that's what you're there to do. You'd like to see him get a couple more picks. But uh, the fact that nobody's getting behind the guy, that, that says something. Uh, Ryan, always a pleasure, buddy. And we'll look forward to the reports coming up next week, okay? All right. Take care. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. He's also with PackersNews.com. You can find him on Twitter at ByRyanWood, at ByRyanWood. And uh, he joins us again on the Schneider Orange Hotline. This portion of the program, speaking of uh, joining us, uh, being brought to you by our good friends over there at Van Horn Automotive. Been telling you about them for a while. I have four vehicles, four different vehicles I've bought from them, two of which are sitting in my driveway. The other two I've since traded in. But uh, they've all been great. It's been a great, great, great experience, which is the reason I keep going back. And go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com for all their information, their dealerships. They continue to grow, too, by the way. Uh, they're getting ready to add another one or two dealerships, I think. But they're getting bigger in the state of Wisconsin and over in Iowa as well. And they have every different make and model and uh, foreign and domestic, you name it. They can take care of your service. And they do all the CDC stuff to make sure you're safe in any one of their dealerships. If you're looking to sell your car, they're looking to buy cars. If you don't want to buy another car, that's fine. They'll give you cash for yours, the Kelly Blue Book, fair appraisal of value. Or if you uh, would like to buy something new or something used, they can help you out. So you can do everything online, though. Keep that in mind. Go to VanHornAuto.com. You can find a car, new or used, buy a car, finance a car, trade in a car, schedule service, everything right there online. Find it at VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. Tell them I sent you. When we come back, we had mentioned it. There's some positive tests out there, not good news, but it is containable. We'll talk about it coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. 
16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Well, you got some positive tests going on out there, and I don't mean positive in the good sense, positive in the negative sense. The Atlanta Falcons, you've got players now that uh, have tested positive. Uh, Originally, it was just four people in the organization, but it is four players that have tested positive. Also, uh, Nick Saban, in case you didn't know that, Nick Saban. Alabama head coach revealed uh, yesterday he tested positive for COVID-19. He's going to be unable to be on the sidelines for the uh, matchup with Georgia coming up on Saturday. He became the most prominent person in college sports to acknowledge contracting the virus. So uh, the realization came on the same day that uh, number 10 Florida had to postpone its Saturday home game with LSU because of an outbreak. Nobody said it was going to be easy. I'll say that. Um I think we all know that. It's not going to be easy to get through seasons. But, I mean, you can do it, and they've proven that, you know, with the proper precautions and, you know, if somebody does test positive, regardless of whether or not they're symptom asymptomatic or not, that if you do it right, you quarantine it properly, you, you can get the job done. You know, you can still be able to move forward. So, um, you know, I, I just – as a matter of fact, I just saw a buddy of mine who had just – posted he's not staying at home cowering he's just taking his own precautions and getting his own thing done and uh that's all you got to do you know i mean i don't know what else to do i get questions all the time about whether or not you know you should or shouldn't do this or that i'm like look what do whatever you feel comfortable with but uh, yeah some covid outbreaks if you will or covid positive tests if you will i uh, have uh, slowed some things down in the in the college ranks a little bit different. It's hard to keep all the college kids in a bubble, as many people as there are. The NFL, that's one thing. But uh, the college ranks, that's that's another. That's that's tough to do. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. If you'd like to chime in, do it. Uh, again, 855-830-8648. Uh, would love to hear from you. And uh, get your thoughts as uh, we move forward. Look, I, I had questions today from numerous people, as a matter of fact, that said, do you think that the NFL is going to be able to complete their season? I do. Now, whether or not it's pushed back a week or two when you talk about the, the Super Bowl, okay, that's one thing. But I do. I really believe that they're going to be able to, to, to get, that, to get that, uh, that whole thing in. Um. I, I it's not that I think it's going to go off without a hitch because certainly we have seen issues, but I still think that it can be done. So I, I'm feeling pretty good about it. We're in what week five, week six now. So and you wasn't like you wouldn't hit bumps in the road. Everybody knew the wood. So but uh, it's it's a uh, it's it's better off than what I thought it was going to be. I thought this thing would get underway and then after that be there you know right down the crapper. But no, it's. It's it's good. Uh, 855-830-8648. If you want to give us a shout, do so. That is on the, the Milwaukee Admirals. Hashtag Admirals 50 Talk line. Hit me up over on Twitter. Follow us there as well. 
at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also follow us on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com, and that is slash The Bill Michaels Show. you got Radio Joe and Evan Heffelfinger over on Twitter as well, at Radio Joe Sports, at Evan Heff 25. You find them, uh, find them over there. So plenty of ways to get a hold of the program. We appreciate it when you do. Uh, coming up here after the bottom of the hour, we're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers as he spoke. Also going to recap some of the uh, playoffs. Boy, big doings going on. Dusty Baker paid off last night. You saw Zach Granke, who, by the way, as we had mentioned yesterday, really doesn't care for the fans. Uh, and I was kind of rooting against him last night. For as much as he meant the Brewers organization, are you finding yourself rooting more and more? Again, I, I like Dusty Baker. I think he is a, a genuine guy. I've had numerous opportunities to interview him and talk with him and get to know him. And I have, I've shared, you know, a couple of beverages with him. I, I really love Dusty Baker, but I just can't get behind the Houston Astros in any way, shape or form. I just can't. I find them just, just almost it's sandpaper underwear, man. It's irritating. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the major league baseball and the playoffs and such that, uh, continue on this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Schulze family Fee- family beef the good folks over there they want to give you a chance to win an awesome grilling package they're going to be giving away a traeger bronson 20 grill now that's courtesy of Schulze ace home center that's in black river falls they're going to give you a bag of pellets case of fox smokehouse barbecue sauce and a three pack of seasoning from salty provisions now the contest it's open to the first 15 people as you get there and you sign up, you're looking around for that six-month or 12-month subscription to Schulze Family Beef. And uh, that, by the way, that's a 1 in 15 chance, just so you know, when you do the math. And as you know, your delicious pasture-raised beef packed in dry ice shipped right to your door in just a couple of days. And if you win the Traeger, and you know I love Traeger grills. I love this Traeger grill that I got. And if, the, if you win that prize package, they're going to ship that to you as well. So don't worry about it. It'll show up on your door. So sign up for the 6th or 12-month beef subscri- subscription. And you go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That's Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Hit the button that says Start Shopping, and the contest details are going to pop up. And good luck from our friends over there at Schulze Family Beef on the web at Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Quarterback, your Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, next on the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Hey, I don't know if you've seen this yet. I just put it over on the Facebook fan page. Uh, there was a couple that built a replica of Lambeau Field in their backyard. That's where they go to watch football games. So if you can't go to Lambeau, bring Lambeau to you. It is, it's a cool video. If you haven't seen it already, I just retweeted or reposted it over on the Facebook fan page. You can track it down there. Highly, highly recommended. Just a just a look at it, the effort that went into this thing. Who would think of doing something like that? It's amazing. It really is. Really, really cool. I mean, there's there's passionate, passionate. There's the one thing going back to even when I worked with the network and uh, and even today, you know, when we travel like to Super Bowl every year. 
Um, you see all the row of helmets the NFL puts out out in front of the NFL fan experience. And the one of the more popular helmets that people take pictures with, whether it's with the Super Bowl rings, the giant rings, the pictures of the rings they put up on the outside, or the helmets they put up on the outside, the other than the two teams that are actually participating in the Super Bowl, the Packers get the most, almost by far, the Packers and the Cowboys are the two teams that get so many pictures of people in front of them. They're where people just gather, and they're just in awe. And it's just it's always been so um, so wonderful to see so many passionate Packer fans, not just here in our own backyard in the upper Midwest, but when you travel, oh, my God, they're, they're just everywhere. They're all over the place. Uh, speaking of Packers fans, I'm uh, going to hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up here in just a moment. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends over there at Quick Trip. Uh, like Mom used to make, they've got meals right now. When you say what's for dinner, stop at Quick Trip because they've got some take heats and eats going on over there. And if you're looking for everything from beef stroganoff, you know, or if maybe you're looking for some different meals, such as uh, you got pork chops, stuffing, and potatoes and gravy, uh, you could have uh, other things like chicken, turkey, potatoes and gravy i mean just like mom make freshly made and absolutely delicious you can take them home pop them in heat and eat you're good to go quick trip they have got you covered aaron Rodgers. what does he think of the packers corner jair alexander at just 23 years of age yeah i think he's a great player i really do i think he's got a great disposition i'm not afraid of uh going up against number one receivers which can't be said about really uh every corner maybe that we've had around here um in the past i'm not talking about al or wood but uh you know, there's no no fear uh, in ja i think one of the beautiful things about him as a competitor is that you know he doesn't have that uh that crippling fear of failure you know he just believes that going out and competing and putting his best ball on the field uh, is true success. And I think that's a trait of every great competitor. The other thing I'll say about Jaws, he's one of the most interesting players that I've ever been around. I think he is a, uh, a really uh, a curious, fascinating human. Uh, he's got a lot of interests outside of the game. We've had a lot of really interesting conversations. Um, I think he's just a really smart, um, you know, just a fascinating guy. I, mean, I, I enjoy our conversations talking about the books that he's reading or his own mental process, uh, his practice of mindfulness. He's big into meditation. Uh, he just has a really uh, uh, good outlook on life. Uh, his head is, uh, you know, really in the right place, I think, at all times. It allows him to really stay in that flow state and be, uh, um, you know, be on point every time he takes a field. I think it's, we're talking about today, me and Mercedes, the difference between uh, players who are maybe uh, confident in those who, uh, you know, have that maybe fear of failure and a stability to quiet your mind, actually, to slow things down, to be more reactive and, and less uh, thinking. And, and that's all traits that uh, Jair has. So Aaron Rodgers was also asked, when it comes to the offense, year two, Matt LaFleur, got all the terminology down, but have you ever just out of habit used one of those Mike McCarthy terms instead of the LaFleur terms? That's actually happened multiple times over the last couple of years. Uh, usually in the two minute, the, uh, the pass I had to Robert in the Lions game for the touchdown, I called that using the old terminology. I just I had a brain lock and could not get uh, the way that we call that play now in this offense. Luckily, uh, the two guys on that side of the field knew what I was talking about when I said trail bite instead of Joe Swirl. 
Um, but I just, I couldn't get it out. So, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's been a few of those moments the last couple of years, um, just the wires kind of get crossed so many years doing the same thing. I will say that, you know, one of the biggest things that's helped me this year is the formations becoming a lot more clear, you know, seeing that picture when you break the huddle is so important to, to put in a positive picture in your mind as you're walking towards the line of scrimmage for me and my process. And last year, I think there are a lot of times where it's just hard to see because it's so new and you're trying to translate from the old system to this system. So that's been, I think, one of the, the blessings in, in going through a full off season, being able to review the plays and, and streamline the, the uh, installs the way we have. I'm definitely seeing it better, breaking the huddle, walking to the line of scrimmage. Uh, and that, which is probably one of the things that Tom Brady's struggling with a little bit as well, considering he was a, you know, in, in Bill Belichick's system the entire time. He was also asked, does he have a pretty good idea how the Buccaneers are going to cover Devontae Adams when he comes back here this week? Or is it just something where you just kind of got to wait and react? I think both ways, really. I think it's, it's a lot of personality of the coordinator and also maybe personality of uh, the secondary, uh, maybe if a certain guy, I mean, I don't know, a certain guy might jump up during the week and say he wants him one-on-one without any help. Um, that's, I'm sure that's happened uh, you know, various times throughout the years when playing us, whether it's Garden, you know, Greg or Jordy or uh, Randall or somebody like that. Same with Devontae. I think, you know, the first week it was Minnesota really playing their coverage. Um, and then the second week, uh, you know, a lot of uh, – what they do in, in Detroit, just like in New England, is all about uh, really trying to take away your number one option. And that was a lot of double coverage for, for Devontae and, and uh, different coverage than we've seen. So a lot of that happens the first few drives. You get a feel for maybe how they're going to – their first plan is against them. But uh, a lot of times teams just play their defense and trust the process uh, um, that they go through to, uh, you know, to not try and leave them singled up a whole lot. But uh, good – just kind of depends on how they're they're willing to look at him, how they think he is. You know, health health wise, I'm sure will be uh, they'll be watching maybe how he's running the first uh, first couple drives. But I'm sure they'll have a plan for him. They have to. So the you're only as good as the quality of the depth that you have, uh, because your worst player is your weakest link. So has he been impressed with uh, the quality of the players that the Packers have and those guys that have come up from the practice squad this season? That's a good question. I think a lot of the guys that have have been able to be elevated from the practice squad uh, had those similar traits and it was that they they took those reps in the practice squad so very seriously and that was their that was their game now the rules are obviously a little different this year where you know you can bring guys up and down a few times uh, each week without the penalty of having the guy go through waivers should you you know want to put them back down so that even allows for greater opportunities for those guys but the guys who've made it over the years, and I was, you know, playing on the on the on the look teams for three my first three years in the league, and we always tried to have a really good approach during those those look team periods uh, to make sure we were giving the defense a great look, and also understanding that should you pop week after week, you will get an opportunity. And just the the, the facts in this league, we're going to need guys from that practice squad to play important roles for us as we move forward, and we've already seen it with. Guys like Barnes, you know, coming off and and making uh, you know a bunch of plays in Week One, and and Billy Wynn, you know, playing, you know, being a vet on there and playing for us for a few weeks, uh, and various other guys who who've had roles and been been up and down the first uh, you know the first few uh, first four games. But 
the, the common traits are that you know, they have a professionalism about them, that they're always working on their craft. Um, they have a, a humility about it, but kind of a resolute mindset that this is a temporary thing for them. And those are the guys who are making plays uh, all the time. They're, you know, I think the other thing is very, very important that the guys you mentioned all did was they really uh, got in the hip pocket of a veteran player in their position group and kind of watched how they went about practice and started to practice like a profession, like an active 53 guy to where it wasn't surprising when you brought them up that they were ready to go. They saw what it looked like. They knew what it meant to finish a practice. They understand, you know, how to go about their reps. Um, you know, there's kind of a, um, a listen first, speak second mindset that I think is, is appreciated by, um, you know, the veteran players on the team. You kind of earn your, earn your dues and uh, don't act like you've arrived or you're on scholarship, which, you know, unfortunately I think there's too many guys at times on that P-Squad who kind of have that mindset. So the injuries that he has sustained at Raymond James Stadium have come a couple of different times. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers, is he uh, a little bit – does he have some trepidation about going to Raymond James Stadium? Yeah, he's had, uh, had a couple couple rough ones down there, but – Kind of is what it is, you know. They've uh, they've had a lot of play over the years on that surface. I'm not sure what the surface looks like, you know. I haven't played there, like you said, since 14. But uh, hope hope trying to trying to buck that trend here in uh, in 2020 and hoping that that's the reality. So the uh, the Buccaneers defense still pretty good. So who really stands out to him the most? Oh, I don't know. I mean, they got so many impact players. They have a lot of veteran. Guys who've been doing it for a long time, like Sue and JPP, you know, names that you that you know that jump out off the list. Obviously, Shaq Barrett led the league in sacks last year at a fantastic league. They had two really good inside backers, one young guy and one old guy, older guy. You know, I don't think he's an old guy, you know, an old guy yet, uh, Lamonte, but he's been such a you know talented player for so many years. Um, and then the young kid from uh, LSU is a really really talented guy. So they got a great, uh, great front, great linebacker group. They're a little younger on the back end. Um, you know, I believe uh, one of those guys I might have played against his dad at one point, which is uh, interesting. <laughs> I remember that name uh, from the battles that we have. Ton of respect for uh, for his his dad. I mean, what a great, uh, great player. One of the toughest guys I ever played against. So um, it'll be fun to fun to go against him. I think that might be a first for me. Um, good reminder that uh, this league, uh, this league, the years get on you pretty fast. So, in the talks that he's had with Tom Brady, has he learned anything when it comes to because Brady obviously playing into his forties and Aaron Rodgers wants to. So, the fact that he talks to Tom says, "Hey, you know, how do I extend this career?" But yeah, of course. I mean, the conversations that he started around health, I think we all can um, we all can take note of, and not just uh, players, but yourselves as well you know the the emphasis on how important it is knowing which what you put in your body and how it affects your not just your performance but your health um, I think is uh, is great information and um, you know but he does things that I'm, I'm not sure that every young quarterback uh, realizes but they probably should what Tom does is, is he's always trying to uh, work on something new. If you look at his gun for work over the years, he's done just about everything, you know, from right foot forward uh, to left foot forward. Him and I had a conversation about that a number of years ago. Now he's square stance. 
Um, you know, he's always fiddling with things to try and get that little advantage um, in timing up his drops with the routes and, and the balance and the footwork. I've talked about at length, you know, watching his 2007 season, six and seven seasons, especially his pocket movement, his ability to, to subtle, subtly slide in the pocket and give himself clean platforms. I think it's something that not many guys, you know, really were doing before that. Not many guys can do consistently, you know, since then. I was 13 years ago. You know, he's kind of always been ahead of, uh, you know, ahead of the field with his uh, uh, his footwork and just his dedication to to what he's doing. He's, you know, it's, uh, you know, he, he really cares about it, obviously. He cares about taking care of himself and trying to get to 45, it looks like. And he's, he's going to get that. So there you go, Aaron Rodgers talking to the media. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little baseball real quick, kind of recap some of the things that are going on in the postseason. Here's a great fall idea getaway, though, for the entire family from my friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort. That's in Pembine, Wisconsin. They've got the annual Island Fall Fest coming up Saturday, October 24th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And you can book your stay for that weekend. And there's only so many rooms available. So if you're going to do this, think about it. Take the family. Uh, by all means, you got to book early. Uh, then enjoy all sorts of family fun events. Pumpkin decorating, hay rides, trick-or-treating. Uh, there's going to be a vendor craft show, caramel apples, s'mores, pumpkin bowling, a whole lot more going on up there. And, of course, you can enjoy all the other attractions that everybody loves going up there. You can get in around the golf if it uh, weather permits. You can canoe. You can do indoor swimming as they've got a really big indoor pool there. And, of course, uh, great meals, whether in their fine dining restaurant, uh, in their uh, upstairs bar or the downstairs Boundary Waters Pub and Grill. You can watch sports action. You can have hear some music. they got karaoke. they got all kinds of things up there. There's Lily's Ice Cream Parlor. It's just such a cool, iconic place. It's the fabulous Four Seasons Island Resort, Pembine, Wisconsin. If you haven't been there, you got to go. Uh, they got the annual Fall Fest going on coming up here next week and you can get all the details at the four seasons island resort.com the four seasons island resort.com uh, and again that's the four f-o-u-r seasons island resort.com and i just saw a buddy of mine just said here in cascade wisconsin it's snowing it's snowing so we're getting our first snowfall in the state uh, of the season so that's a little disappointing but the weather next year next weekend could warm up a little bit and get you to give you the ability to get around the golf. And so by all means do so. So there you go. When we come back, talk a little baseball. And uh, then after the top of the hour, Mike Tanier, national writer for pro football network is going to be here and start getting in your fantasy football questions. Now, uh, all you gotta do is give us uh, the uh, fantasy football questions over there at the Facebook fan page, go to facebook.com slash the bell Michael show, or you can hit us up on Twitter with a hashtag. Ask Kate, ask Kate, and we'll try to get your fantasy football questions answered coming up at the bottom of the next hour also. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers holding practice to get ready for their road trip to Tampa Sunday, 325. The Buccaneers offense features receivers like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller. Green Bay's Kevin King missed practice yesterday with a quadricep. Packers quarterback 
Aaron Rodgers asked about defensive back Jair Alexander and how the 23-year-old is doing. Yeah, I think he's a great player. I think he's got a great disposition. I'm not afraid of going up against number one receivers, which can't be said about every corner maybe that we've had around here. The network's billing this game as two Hall of Famers, Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers. What do those matchups mean to players? Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams. At the end of the day, I don't really care if it's Nate Peterman or if it's Tom Brady on the other side, honestly, just because that has nothing to do with what I'm doing. I'd say probably one of the last things in the world that I'm worried about is who's playing quarterback on the other team. That's Devontae Adams in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Well, you've got some baseball being played. The Dodgers putting up 11 runs in the first inning against the Braves yesterday. And Urias gets the win. Wright took the loss in that one. So Atlanta leads that series two games to one. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, they couldn't get it done. Jose Altuve uh, put the Braves or uh, put the Astros on the board early, and they really never looked back. Zach Granke gets the win. And uh, Zach Granke was starting to struggle, and Dusty Baker decided to go with his gut and leave him in. And sure enough, Zach Greinke got out of it. I look. I still have fond memories of Zach Greinke in a Brewers uniform. I'm sorry though. I just I can't, I can't re- root for the the Astros. Astros uh, trailing that series now, three games to one. The Tampa Bay Rays at 4:07 Central Time this afternoon, going to try to close things out as they take on the Astros. Meanwhile, the Dodgers going to face the Braves again, and that's going to be the later game tonight, 7:08 will be first pitch. Clayton Kershaw on the hill today. After having that back soreness the other day, the the back tightness, he's going to go against Bryce Wilson. So the Dodgers are going to use him to see if they can't go up three games to one. But uh, if, the, if the Rays get a win tonight, or I should say this afternoon, then uh, the Astros and Dusty Baker and company are done. I, like I said, I like Dusty, man. I really do. Just such a good guy. But I, I just can't, I can't root for the Astros in any way, shape, or form. Just can't do it. I think the outside baseball world is rooting against Houston, and the only people that are rooting for the Houston Astros to win are Houston Astros and their fans, and that's it. And Houston, that's it. Mike Tenier, national writer for Pro Football Network, going to be joining us coming up next. Then we have some buy or sell. And don't forget, we've got fantasy football right around the corner with Kate Majuk from BallBlastFootball.com. That's at the bottom of the hour. Start getting your questions in via Twitter at the hashtag AskKate, K-A-T-E. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. And podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.